Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Mindful Youth Podcast. Uh, today, I'm talking with uh, someone that I grew up with, um, and I reached out on social media, and she's now here, and uh, I'm so happy to be talking with her. Her name's Madison. You're um, welcome. And so she's currently at James Madison, and uh, yeah, so hopefully it should be a good conversation. So... Um, could you just talk about like uh where you grew up like where you went to high school your like family background yeah um so I'm an air force brat so we kind of grew up all over the states um I'd say Virginia is my home though um I went to Lake Braddock secondary school and I graduated in 2015 and a bunch of my siblings did because I'm one of six and that's much it um yeah um, and then, so after you went to, uh, after you graduated from LB, you went to Nova for a couple of yes, years. Um, I did. well, talk about your thought process of going to Nova before going to a like state school. So my parents like kind of decided that not for me, but they said they would pay for our education if we went to community college first and like got our associates there and transferred. So um, that was like a no-brainer to me because I did not want to pay for my own education. And I'm grateful that they did that. So I knew when I was like a senior in high school that I was going to go to community college. So I kind of it was like a pretty smooth transition. Um, I got my associates there in the two years, so it's like the guaranteed admission. And I knew, like I knew at the very beginning that I wanted to go to James Madison, so that made it even easier. And I knew at the very beginning that I wanted to major in bio, so that made it even easier. Um, so I got my associates there and then I transferred and I started my junior year at James Madison. Awesome. Um, what, uh, what made you think that, what made you, uh, think that, or like, what made you know that you wanted to go into bio and major in bio? Um, I knew that I wanted to be a physician and like, you can pretty much major in anything and like still go to medical school. You just need, um, like the med school prereqs. And bio has, like, a lot of the same prereqs or, like, requirements. So it just kind of, like, lined up. So I started studying bio. And, you know, it's really tough. But it's all good. <laughs> um, yeah, like, uh, I go to a science school. So I have so many people that are, take, like, majoring in bio or, uh, like, biochem. And, like, their course oh, load is ridiculous. It's um, pretty insane. Yes. Yeah, so what, what classes are you taking right now? How, how heavy of a course load is it? Um, right now I'm taking like biochem, which is my last med school requirement actually. And then I'm taking like a bunch of bio electives like neuro and um, immunology and medical parasitology and like stuff like that, which they're interesting, but it's a lot of, it's a lot of bio for sure. Yeah. Um, would you, would you say your grades have been like pretty good so far? Or, like have you had uh... any struggle with that or? You know, I'm passing, so. These <laughs> yeah. get degrees, that's all that matters. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, so when deciding to go to James Madison, what, uh, like, what, what was your reasoning of saying, like, oh, I definitely knew I wanted to go to Madison? I toured James Madison when I was, like, in seventh or eighth grade, um, which is, like, very early. And I just kind of, like, was like, oh, this sounds great. I think I should go here. And then it just kind of like stuck in the back of my mind through like 
everyone's like application process and all their universities and stuff and then I learned more about James Madison and like the environment I was like this is probably the school for me and then it made like the transition from community college to university easier because I already knew what school I wanted to go to so I just like kind of stuck with it um never having like toured it again but my sister went here so like I visited her a lot and I fell in love with it um and then you know I transferred and I still love it so that worked out really well yeah that's awesome um so back when you were going to Nova um would you say it was like really hard seeing like a lot of your friends go into like go off to school while you were like still stuck at home like taking classes or yeah yeah it was it was definitely like it was it was rough because I felt like I was like stuck in the same place and I wasn't going anywhere even though like I knew that I was gonna get my associates and everything it's like everyone got to experience a lot of things that I never got to experience and I never will get to experience like being in a dorm like stuff like that I mean they probably don't have that experience but I never got to experience anything like that which I'm cool with but it was just a very very different first two years of like college experience than everyone else yeah definitely um I feel like when you're stuck in that moment, I feel like it's so hard for people to uh, realize, like, and be able to look on, like, the other side of, like, all right, I just got to do two years, and then I'll be good. And it goes Um, by so fast, so. Yeah, like, now being a senior, like, I feel like (laughs) you could argue, like, it's like a blank, and you're, like, in high school, right? I know. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, So back when you were like picking uh Madison did you uh for the guaranteed admissions program what uh like what were the requirements you needed at Nova to get into Madison so for the guaranteed admission I had to get my associates at Nova which required like all of Nova's requirements and then all of James Madison's requirements so I was like in constant communication with like a Nova advisor and a James Madison advisor because they'll try, they'll try and get you so you can say extra, but I never wanted to. So I was like constantly like going to my counselors and advisors being like, do these classes like, are they co-requisites with James Madison? Because like, I don't want to take these classes if they're not going to like benefit me at James Madison, which is like a whole other, that was like a crazy process because a lot of my, I took a lot of summer classes um, in order to like be able to graduate on time and gra- get my associates. So it's a lot of, like, it's definitely a lot of research on your own part and, like, being responsible for, like, your own courses and your own education because, I mean, the advisors will help you, but only to a certain extent because I honestly kind of feel they just kind of want to keep you at Nova and take your money. Yeah. Um, like, it is a business after all. Um, yeah, for like, sure. Every school in general, um, like. I don't know. It's so common for people to do like fifth years now. Yeah. Um, and just be like, oh, like you can do like an extra semester or whatever and like push back classes. Like um, when you look at it from the college perspective, like their business, they're trying to make money. So obviously they want you to keep there. Like they don't really care as much about like how quick it takes you to graduate. Like it's exactly. in their best interest to like have you stay longer. Um, if so it was, like, people realize more. Um but so talking about the summer classes you had to take, how many, uh, like, was it for both years you had to take summer classes or was it just one? Um, I like plan, I'm like a crazy planner. So like I planned out all of my semesters, um, like my, basically my first semester there. And I took like 
10 credits my first summer so I wouldn't have to take any my transitioning summer from like Nova to JMU so it was like a pretty heavy course load and I took like pretty heavy course loads like throughout the all like my regular fall and spring semesters so I would be able to graduate on time um just so I wouldn't have to take any summer classes that transitioning summer yeah that's nice um what uh uh, would you like looking back, would you like advise someone else to do that? Uh, like what was your thought process to try to not have to take any classes like during that transitioning summer? I kind of like was so just like done with school and like Nova in general because I was so fed up because I felt like a little bit scammed just a little bit. I don't want to like advise people against Nova, but it's just a little bit scammed because um, a lot of my classes like they would change requirements or something, but um I knew that I didn't like that whole summer I knew it was going to be like a big transition period for me because I it's like my first time leaving home and I was like 21 my first time leaving home so like it was just going to be weird so I didn't want to like think about any like academics and just think about like transferring and like moving finding a place to live like and just kind of enjoying the process without having to think about academics yeah definitely um so let's say junior year you're now at madison mm-hmm. um what is like what is that feeling like like finally being out of nova finally like being at like your dream school um like how does that feel to finally like be at that point um as a junior like when i first transferred it was like a very weird feeling because i i was like i was i'm super close with my family as i'm sure you know and like yeah. it was really hard being away from them um I still had two siblings here, but that's beside the point. Um, (laughs) It was so, it was, it was just hard like being away from my family. Um, So like, it was a rough adjustment at first. And then I was like mad at myself because I did want to go here for so long. And this was what I was working for and toward. And then it wasn't what I expected. Um, So that was, it was a tough adjustment at first, but then I don't know. I kind of just had like a change of heart and like, just, I am so happy here now and I love every moment of it. And I definitely don't get, homesick but I can see my family whenever I want so that's pretty nice yeah um what uh what would you say like wasn't like a part of your like expectation when you uh finally got to Madison um academics was definitely a lot harder than I anticipated and I did not like anticipate being so homesick and being like having such a hard time adjusting to like being away from my family I definitely thought it would be smoother because like I was a grown woman like that should not have been that hard but it was I wasn't anticipating it to be like that hard on me but it was yeah um yeah I feel like a lot of people like like if you're super close to your family and then even though you're only like a couple hours away like it's still just the whole dynamic of like not seeing them every day is just different um and definitely takes some getting used to um was there like anything that uh like, did you have, like, a lot of conversations, like, with your family to help you out? Um, oh, yeah. Was there anything you did to help, like, ease that, like, homesick feeling? Yeah, I I had two siblings here at that time, so I would hang out with them, yeah. um, whether they liked it or not. Um, <laughs> and honestly, the best part, like, the best thing at the time was for me not to go home. So I never went home until, like, Thanksgiving. And that was probably, like, the best thing I could have done, just kind of, like, sticking it out. Um being able to go home like my family was like no you can't come home you can't come home not yet like you need to you just gotta stay there for a little bit and that was probably the best thing it was like a tough love kind of thing yeah but 
in like the long run it was definitely necessary yeah um so talking about how you thought school was going to be more difficult than uh like in reality what it was like how many hours a week would you say you're like doing school work as like a bio major uh oh geez um (laughs) a lot pretty much like all day every day um there's always something I should and could be doing even if I'm not doing it oh geez I like you want me to put a specific number on it um like let's go like (laughs) let's say like for a normal Tuesday like what is like a normal Tuesday for like uh, a bio major Okay, so I have an 8 a.m. Normally, I'm before class, but I don't have time before that 8 a.m. So, like, I get yeah. to campus, and I'll, like, review my notes before class. And then I have my 8 a.m., which is biochem, which is awful. Yeah. And then I'm, like, not knowing what's happening in that class. And then I finish class, and I have a gap. So, like, I'll go study some more um, until my 1230 class. And then I go to my 1230 class and then that's like a humanities class. That's like an elective. So it's kind of easy. And so I'm not going to lie. I definitely study in that class. I don't pay attention. And then that ends at 145. And then I like will eat lunch, go to like my UPB office. Like I'm part of an organization here. So I'll like go to that office and like do some work, um, more studying and then I have in my last class at 3.30, and that is medical parasitology, and I it have to study. It just sounds, like, so awful. It's, it's so awful. It's so awful. <laughs> case studies and stuff, so I, like, I'll get assigned a case, and I have to figure out what parasite it is. I mean, it's fine, but it's just, like, a lot of outside work. Yeah. Um, so I'm constantly doing that. And then after class, I will go to the gym. And then after the gym, I will study some more, go to bed, wake up, and repeat it all. Yeah. Um, like, I that's I wish, like, people in high school recognize, like, people be like, oh, my gosh, I want to be a doctor. But, like, the amount of work that goes into it, like, when you're actually in school is ridiculous. It's um, a ridiculous amount of work, for sure. Yeah. Um, like being a bio major so you always knew you wanted to go into pre-med yeah um when I was in high school I was a dental assistant like you probably know where it's like those Burke offices like by the library um there's like Fox Family Dentistry and I was a dental assistant there and I knew when I was there that I wanted to go into medicine I just and then I figured out I did not want to go into dentistry at all and then I kind of, like, did more research on, like, physicians, physician assistant, and, like, all that kind of stuff. And then yeah. I found out that I wanted to be a physician. And then I looked at, like, requirements and, like, how long the process would take and blah, 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 blah. And that's what I decided. Yeah. Um, is, like, do you have any regrets about that choice? Like, now that you're, like, at, like actually a bio major, is there, like, oh, dang, I wish I... Um, I wish I did like a different like major that would still get me to my end point, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, um, maybe no, no regrets. Like my like general career path, like I still know that I want to be a physician. Yeah. Um, but bio, I definitely don't think I had to have been a bio major. Um, but either way I would have still had to be taking like biochem, all the orgos and physics and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess not really any regrets. And I'm almost done, so like, yeah. Just to get out. 
Exactly. Um, so transitioning to more of uh, like a personal note. So you went to Haiti. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know enough about this. So just like talk about that experience. Okay. Um, so Haiti is like the poorest country like in the world. And my church, they do mission trips for college students. And I've gone two years, so over the summer for two years. And basically, we go and we we go with an organization called Food for the Poor, which is basically exactly what it sounds. We give them their basic needs, like food and shelter and water, like all that stuff. Um, and then um, we didn't really teach them about God, which is good. I mean, like, I'm religious, but, like, not that religious. So kind of good that we're not teaching them about God. Um and we, I don't know, we keep them company. We broke ground. Like, when I was there, we broke ground for a new school. And then when we went again, the school's built. So, like, it was really cool. Um, we painted houses. Like, I don't know. It was just, like, great experience. Because I'm, like, huge on, I don't, like, sound like I'm bragging. But, like, I really like service work. <laughs> so, it's really cool. I, I, like, I don't think you're bragging by saying you like <laughs> helping other people. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it, I, I don't know how to, like, put it into words. It's every time I go, it's like the best experience of my life. And I, I always want to go back and I couldn't go back this summer because I was in Milan. Yeah. <laughs> but I won't so, complain about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Milan and Haiti, very, very different experiences. Very uh, different. Um, so talk, talk about Milan. So you're there doing a clinical, clinical fellowship, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So I applied for like this clinical fellowship with an organization called Atlantis. And basically they're just, they provide like shadowing opportunities abroad for like pre-health students. Doesn't have to be pre-med, it could be pre like anything. Um, And I was like super interested in it. So I like randomly applied and then I randomly got an interview and then I randomly got accepted, not expecting to be accepted at all. And then I got to pick my location. I picked Milan because um why not (laughs) exactly it sounds awesome so um, when we went basically we shadow in a hospital and like the whole point of it is they're like they're not like third world countries that we're shadowing in they're pretty comparable with like the u.s um so we can kind of see like what their healthcare system is like and it was so different but it was so good it was it was really cool like just shadowing the physicians and like you're able to be a lot you're not allowed to be hands-on at all obviously but like you're way closer and like way more in the situation like in a surgery in the OR than you would be able to be in America which is pretty cool so I really really love that and like travel Um, everywhere in Italy was pretty cool too yeah were you uh um how was like the language barrier when you're over there like were they like uh I assume they weren't speaking English they're just yeah there's, there's definitely a barrier um yeah, there's definitely a barrier, especially like in the OR. Like a lot of physicians did speak English. I mean, because it's Milan, and I guess that's pretty. I don't know. I guess it's a big tourist spot, so I guess they speak a lot of English. But yeah. um, every time they didn't, or they like didn't think they were speaking English well enough, they'd be like, "I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry." We all would look at them. We're like, "We're the ones that came to your country, and we don't." Speak <laughs> we're sorry, but yeah, I actually. Um, a guy on the trip that he became one of my closest friends he knows Italian really well so I stuck with him and there was no problem after that at all yeah um that's awesome uh what where were like some of the other locations like you're uh, able to pick from 
oh geez okay so they have countries in europe and in south america so kind of they have like spain croatia um oh my gosh where else like a million other places that i just can't think of and i'm an ambassador so i should know but i don't oh that's fine um but that's so cool but uh did you like hear about this like on campus like how do you like originally like hear about this opportunity so i kind of i think that i saw it like a sponsored post on Instagram or something like that and then at one of like my pre-med association meetings someone was talking about it and I was like because I tried to apply when apply when I was at community college and then I just like and then I kept seeing stuff about it and hearing about it um so I was like okay I'll apply and then it worked out and I loved it and I will probably do another clinical fellowship sometime in the near future true um were the people like you were there with, were they, uh, like, were they from all, uh, different, like, uh, like universities? Oh um, yeah. They're yeah. from everywhere. And we had some people from Canada, all from different universities. No one was from, I don't even think anyone was from Virginia, like yeah. let alone James Madison. So that that's was so cool. cool. You got that. That's awesome. It was really cool. Um, where uh where else were you able to travel to when you're over there um we can like our weekends are flexible so like you can travel anywhere you want um the group that i kind of stuck with we went to like the amalfi coast um beautiful like and there are like other smaller towns in italy that i just i know the names but it's not going to mean anything to anybody but people (laughs) people went to like florence and like rome and all that kind of stuff but which you know everyone said that i should go because it's my first time in italy but I didn't listen to them and I just went to like small towns, which was amazing because I liked the authenticity of it. It was really cool. Yeah, that, that's so awesome. Thank you. Um, yeah, I would de- like to any like high schooler listening to this, like if you have the chance to go like overseas, like just find a way to make it happen. Like yeah. literally no one I've talked to like that goes like to Europe says like they have a bad time. Yeah, no regrets. Like, it's just like, I just don't think it's possible. Um. But, uh, all right. I'm just trying to look through list of questions. Um, Ooh. So back to Madison, if you were to visit a, like, if you were a high schooler and you were, uh, to visit a weekend, like, is there a certain weekend like you'd advise, like maybe for like a football game or like anything? Um, definitely like a home game. Those are fun. Um, homecoming weekend, which is like always Halloween weekends and, it's a big thing here at James Madison. Like, yeah. So I would recommend that weekend. I mean, if they're in, I don't know if they're into parties or not, but like, that's a great weekend for that. I mean, honestly, every weekend is a great weekend for, but <laughs> it's a good time. It's a good time. Yeah. I, I've heard about, uh, Madison's, um, Halloween. And, uh, if I, if I wasn't playing basketball, I would definitely have to make a trip. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, it's besides the point. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, let me think. Um, is there any, like, uh, are there any, like, tips now, like, being in college that uh, you would, like, advise people to, like, take a part of or, like, to do, like, um, anything from, like, just being proactive to, like, a certain, like, study habit, uh, like, anything? Yes. Um, okay, so just in general like I would recommend everyone to get as involved as they can in their university 
program, like any frat, any sorority, any whatever, because like my biggest thing going to Nova, I feel like I missed a lot of opportunities to join organizations. Um, and now like in one that I'm just trying to like be as involved as I possibly can. So I recommend like if you even have like an inkling of interest, like just join it, just join it. Um, as far as study habits go, I recommend like working, am I allowed to, like working your ass off? Am I allowed to curse? Yeah, you, you can curse. Okay. <laughs> I recommend like, working your ass off during the week. Enjoy like a Friday night, Friday night. Like just work hard during the week so you can enjoy your weekends. Obviously, you'll still have work over the weekend. That's what I'm doing right now. But like, so I don't feel guilty like going out on Friday or Saturday. Like, I just grind 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 like as hard as I can like as long as I can during the week so like because you got to have a good balance of like not just academics but a social life doesn't necessarily have to be partying but just like you can't just do academics all the time you'll go crazy yeah definitely um is like party culture at James Madison um would you say like it's like big frat sorority parties or like would you say it's more like house parties um, um now as a senior um i mean there's definitely always like frat parties and sorority parties but i never go to those maybe if i was like fr- i did go and i like would visit freshman and sophomore year um but i feel like those are pretty big and house parties in general are pretty big like yeah but i i tend to go downtown now that i'm like of age and which is a good time yeah so but I mean, you can't really go wrong either way. Yeah. Um, yeah. My school, uh, we have very uh, limited uh, frats and like sororities. Oh, really? Um, and like partying in general. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, like the, I'd say like two of the biggest frats like on campus got uh, like in trouble for like hazing oh, and so like they're on like probation oh, my God. and then we had like a basketball house that um like six members on the team had but like we got rid of the house and like people like moved out so like sports team like houses like aren't really a thing oh those are a big um, thing and just like yeah um just like party in general like our school is so dead compared to like any state school Dang um yeah which i wish like like and so many people that come here now like they like realize that like once they're in college they're like wow like this sucks compared to like what my friends have oh my gosh i'm so sorry yeah like i'm okay like i'm i'm perfectly fine (laughs) with it but uh like people that like come here and like are freshmen are like initially they're like oh my god it's so fun like having all this freedom now but then like a month in they like see all their friends uh having like such a good time then like they're like stuck like in our Saturday because like there just isn't like a whole lot to do you know um yeah so that's like another thing I'm trying to like get people to be like aware of like uh just like the social life of like each school is like different so different doesn't matter like if you're in a city you're like in like the cut of Virginia like Longwood is like lit as fuck but USI or like some other like school there like academic focus like not as much dang I never would have thought that yeah, like not being 21, so I still have like six months till my 21st. So I like can't really go into the city because they're strict. But do, um, will like do people go into the city from your school? Like, will people do that? Uh, yeah, like 
when you're 21, like that, like a couple bars like around us have like Wednesday and Thursday like deals. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and like weekend like uh stuff as well always, but um yeah, like they're super strict with IDs. Um, Same so, here. Like, even if you have a fake. Yeah, like so schools vary by that. Like, uh, it honestly just depends on like where you go yeah, to. Yeah, true, true. Um, but you said like JMU strict with IDs. Yeah, they're pretty strict. Like, all of my roommates are twenty one except for one, which really sucks when we're all trying to go out. Um, but yeah, I've I've definitely like before I was twenty one, I've definitely used a fake downtown and it worked. But I don't know. People I don't feel like being a girl's different too. That's probably <laughs> true. People don't want to risk it, which I get, but. There's always a way around. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to speak the wisdom mm-hmm. like, <laughs> on this. <laughs> the the real questions that no one, that no one's answering. <laughs> um, I th- I'm good on my end. 